Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayno on the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wayno is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite contractor. night on Bally Sports. Not only had the Cardinals won it, but Adam Wainwright had won number 199 for his career. It's the opening drive. Brooke Grimsley, Super Bowl champ, Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker, and we go to the celebrity line now where Adam Wainwright is standing by. Congratulations, sir. How you doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. We're always excited to have you on, and I, I got to find out what your emotion was last night. Was it joy or relief that you finally got to 199, and it had been a while since you got a W next to your name? <laughs> Probably all of those emotions. Um, you know, my wife was here, and we got back to the room last night, and I was just grinning, and she goes, what, what are you grinning about, just the game? And I said, I think that's one of my favorite wins of my whole career. And she just started laughing. She goes, me too, me too. And I, and I think it, and it's not that, you know, I pitched my best game, whatever, but I, I did pitch better. I had better stuff, but and that's a great team over there, by the way. But I think it was just, you know, it had been what, 11 starts or something since I had won a game and um, playing against a great team like that, you know, being my age and the way the season's gone, to know that you could still compete against a great team and in their place, you know, and um, there's just a lot of different reasons, but um, it was one of my favorites, man. I, I loved it. I loved that winning that game and getting those hugs after the game. It's a special time. Well, as Randy mentioned, we saw a lot of emotion for you as you're talking about, too, in that game last night, especially after this moment. Runners lead the payoff pitch. Bouncing ball. Might get two out of it. Got to hurry. There's one. There's two. Double play. The cannon arm of Mason Wynn takes care of Mullins at first. Runner at third. Two out. Big reaction from you after that. That was a big double play to end the fourth. Walk us through the feelings of that moment, Wayno. Yeah, it's a, you know, I had a, <clears throat> I feel like I had him slowed down where I, he was looking for for some spin. I could tell he was sitting on curveball probably, and and he's I faced uh, James a, a bunch of times over my career, and and uh, he he has tended to to sit slow on me where he'll he'll get into spots and know that I want to go to my curveball and, and he'll be ready for it. And I thought, you know, this is a perfect time. We got the top of the order coming up. Um, He's a nine-hole hitter. He's got the top of the order coming up. You know, Adley Rushman's a really tough, tough hitter, and then Gunnar Henderson behind him, really tough hitter. The base is loaded, and 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 it wasn't that they were, you know, beating the fences down on me at that point. That they, they had a, a ground ball single that you know got through a hole, and then they they had a little bloop to right, and then um, an error at third. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm making good pitches here. 
You know, I didn't I didn't overthink it. I thought I I know I've got him in a spot right now where he should be looking slow like he has in the past. Um, I know I'm making good pitches. There's nothing to change here. Just keep executing and and uh, actually tried to elevate a heater on him and uh, he got on top of it. But um, you know, it's just uh, my mind was in the right spot. You know, sometimes in those spots you can try to do too much. You can you can think you need to change you know too much stuff up or or get out of your get out of your game or out of your mental zone that you need to be in. And and actually, what I needed to do was just keep keep executing. I, I was executing. I was making good pitches and and uh, you know good teams like that. You have to keep it simple. You have to you the the main the main point of emphasis has to be execution. You know, just making a pitch one after another, and then and then getting the. Those outs for the next guy too, and just until it's over, until they take the ball from me. Adam, we were talking about Brendan Ryan earlier. He's got a bobblehead day coming up, and we were talking about Chris Carpenter yelling at Brendan Ryan for not being on the field in time. You seem like a pretty easygoing guy. Have you had to uh, snap at a teammate for not being lined up in the correct place at the right time? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's part of being a leader. Yeah, you know that, Kerry. That, that's part of being a leader. Every now and then, and I certainly that's not what I want to do. And in right. the times that I have had to do that through my career, I go, and it's kind of like parenting almost. Especially when you get to my age, you look at them and you go, "Hey, look, I don't want to yell at you right now, but you're not doing right." You know, I I want you to know that this is not acceptable. You know, and there's been a there's been probably shoot, I wouldn't even know. There's been a lot of times where where I've had to do something similar like that. But, you know, especially guys that I've that I've walked through life with, you know, guys that I've spent time with, they know I care about them. And, and, it's, and it's been said, I, this is one of my favorite sayings, guys, guys don't care about what your opinion is until they know that you care, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and I, I want them to know, and my teammates, I, all of them, I want them to know, First and foremost, that I care about them as a person and as a teammate, as a player. I want their career to be great. So that way, when they do step out of line, then I can come at them out of love, but in truth. And they know that I'm, you know, that I'm. First of all, they know I'm serious, but they know that that I that I have um, good reason behind it. You know, that when you when you really care about someone, you can speak into their life more when they know that. And um, you know, and, and that's not something I like doing. But every now and then, a leader has to do that to keep their team on the right track. Adam, I know that uh, when we get into October and your career is over, you'll have time to reflect and look at your career and your accomplishments. But I try, I, I'm a big perspective guy. And there have been more than 23,000 players that have donned a major league uniform. Obviously, more than half of those have been pitchers. And there's only 121 guys in Major League Baseball history that have more wins under their belt than Adam Wainwright. What does that mean to you? Well, I started thinking about some of those kind of things the other day a little bit, and I, and those are things I'll I'll think about more after the season. You know, I'm I'm I am really trying to stay start to start, day to day, get the most out of where I'm at. But um, you know, there's been several things like that that I've been able to experience that only you know a handful of guys have. Um, only a handful of guys have have ever closed out a World Series. You know, just. However many World Series there's been, how many World Series has there been? One hundred and twenty yep. or so, right? Yep. Um, and and the same guys closed out a few of those, right? Like Mariano's closed out a few of those, and you know other Kenley Jansen's probably closed out 
well, he's only closed out one of them. But there's been a few guys that have closed out multiple World Series. So, you know, you're looking at maybe a 100 guys that have ever closed out a World Series, and I got to be one of them. That's special. And uh, to have the wins that we've been able to accrue here in St. Louis, is, it's uh, just like you said, there's only 120 guys. I mean, you know, that still sounds like a lot to me. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> trying to chip away some of those numbers. If I can win two more, I can only 119 more because I know John Lester has 200. Actually, I think a couple of people have 200. So if I can it's, win, it's a couple of your former teammates, Finley and Lester, George Uly from the old timey days, and Tim Wakefield is right at 200 also. Four of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. So if I can get into that five less spot, then that'll be good. But as long as I can pass my good buddy, John Lester, then that'll give me some bragging rights. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. By the way, Adam, you mentioned that you're trying to stay in the moment. And I, I talk to players. I think Goldie really does a great job of, of trying to stay in the moment. Albert was. Does anybody really stick out to you that you've played with that you say, man, he was so good about not looking ahead and not looking back and just staying in the moment? Mm, Chris Carpenter, for sure. Chris Carpenter was a master of that, and that was one thing he really taught me. Um, you know, and and I think him and he had a a great upbringing with the Blue Jays when he was teammates with Roger Clemens and Roy Halladay. You know, those are two of the greatest pitchers, and in, in, if you include Carp, three of the greatest pitchers in my mind ever. And so, uh, you know, when those guys were sponging off each other and learning and 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 soaking that all in from from Roger, who's certainly one of the greatest, if not the greatest pitcher of all time. Um, you know, that was something that Cart brought here. And his message to me was always one pitch at a time, execute, 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 one pitch at a time, one pitch at a time. Much the guy said that till he was green in the face, you know, all the time to me. As soon as you start getting ahead of yourself, hey, hey, slow it down, one pitch at a time. And then, you know, he would use games before as motivation. And then, and then he would never look too far ahead. And that's why I, when you asked me, like, and Miles Michaelis is always asking, like, hey, what, what are you going to do on the San Diego trip? And I'm always like, dude, when's the San Diego trip? I don't even know when that is. You know, like, I don't even know what day it is 90% of the time. I, I really, I, I know that it's, you know, my, today this is my first day after my start. That means we got, I know we got an off day tomorrow. That means I'm on an extra day rest. Uh, and I know I'm pitching against Milwaukee. And that's as far as I know. You know what I mean? So, I'll start preparing for them in a day or two, and uh, my work going into it will, will will be the same, and I'll just start, you know, counting those days down until the next start. But I never look two stars ahead, never, 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 and I got that from Carp. 199 obviously being the big story last night, Wayno, but also Richie Palacios with a huge performance coming off the bench with two solo homers last night. It seems like he's really provided a lot of good en- energy since coming up. What have you thought about him? Rich's been great. He's been great. He's played great defense. Um, he's come in and got some clutch home runs for us. He's, I mean, that's three home runs for him for him now, and he's got them all in big spots for us. You know, last night we needed those two runs big time, big time, big time. But when you're playing against a team like Baltimore that never turns the engine off, you got to keep adding on runs. You can't get you can't get uh, complacent, and you can't get satisfied with being a one or two runs ahead it's like playing those Braves you know when you play the Braves team that's out there now those guys never quit man they are always 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 got their foot on the on the on the on the gas pedal so 
you got to keep adding on. And that first home run was huge. That second home run, even bigger, man, even bigger. We need that big time. So, um, you know, Richie's come in. He's done a great job. And it's funny, as I've looked back through the years, sometimes, you know, you're pitching against a team, you've prepared against a, a lineup, and then there's a last-second change or a mid-game change. And maybe you haven't prepared or maybe you just don't give the credit due to the player that's coming in the game. I've seen it so many times where that player ends up having a great day to, to sway the to sway the game, you know, to sway the outcome. And, and Richie was able to do that last night. Adam, I want to shift gears a little bit and go to the big news of the NFL. Obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles um, on Monday night. As a player that has suffered through that injury, when you saw the highlights and saw him laying on the ground, what were your thoughts? Well, at first, I really just was hoping that that was some kind of ankle sprain um, because I'm I'm absolutely one of Aaron's biggest fans. I mean, since Peyton retired, Rodgers has been my my leading fantasy quarterback every year. I just love watching him play. I think he's maybe the best thrower of the football to ever live. I mean, the guy has just such a gifted arm and the ways that he can throw balls that not many can, you know. And and uh, I was hoping that that was just some kind of ankle thing. And then when I saw the slow-mo replay and I saw his sock, um, I saw that kind of that reverberation going up through his calf. I knew exactly what that yeah. was. I mean, I've, I've felt that firsthand. And uh, it's a brutal thing, man. It's a... Uh, it is uh, unfortunate to watch him run out of the tunnel with that American flag. Uh, and I, we were playing, so I didn't get to see it in person, but I, I watched the replay. That had to be one of the most electric atmospheres ever. I mean, and I, and I, I saw some of the tweets saying that no one's ever felt uh, so um, in, in touch with a player that's never taken a snap for their team ever than that moment. To see him go down the first drive, just you know, players like Rodgers, they just don't go down for no reason. You know, he's he's staying in the game unless that thing is torn. You know what I mean? So uh, to watch him go off on a cart in that replay just as breaks my heart. To see him, to see what he said to Garrett Wilson after the game, he said, "Hey, sorry, kid." You know, and and and, and Garrett Wilson's stomach just turned hearing that. You know, just the disappointment from Rodgers for one. Uh, but the, the, the realization from Garrett Wilson that, you know, the guy that was supposed to lead them to a world, to a Super Bowl championship is not going to play anymore. That just had to be heartbreaking. But I'll tell you this, do not count him out to come back this year. Everyone's saying uh, season ending this and season ending that. I came back in just under five months. I think he's got about four months or so until the playoffs start, maybe four and a half. I wouldn't bet against him. I bet he. I bet he comes back. Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN. A couple more things. How did your first weekend of fantasy football go? Hmm. Good and bad. Good and bad. My first overall pick. You know, I. I, I we did our 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 draft from the Falcons locker room, mm-hmm. and it was just like one of the coolest things ever. <clears throat> And since I was there, you know, I thought, you know, and I, I really like this young player, B. John Robinson out of Texas. But since I'm here, you know, I went and got the B. John Robinson jersey off the wall. I always bring jerseys for first-round picks. And, the man, I'm drafted B. John. I love this guy. I love his potential. He's going to be an offense that's going to run a lot. He did great. I thought he did awesome. Now, I would have liked Algier not sniping some of those. <laughs> <touchdowns>. <laughs> 
But uh, I thought he did great, especially for a first game from Ricky. You saw how the Lions treated uh, Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. You know, they they kind of break those rookies in slow sometimes. So I thought he did great. But in doing so, I passed Christian McCaffrey, who uh, who did fall to me at, at four. And I thought, you know, there's no way I'm going to pass McCaffrey if he gets me. And he went for 125 and a touchdown, of course, because that's what he does. He's an electric player. So, you know, good and bad, right? I, I drafted Bijan. He was incredible. But then to watch Christian McCaffrey go off, I'm like, you know what? I might have lost the, the battle there, but it's not over yet. You know, we're going we're gonna to keep going. So um, I had good and bad results. Um, Sponta Smith had a good game. And uh, my quarterback, Fields, you know, I know he's going to have tons of good games going forward. Not Fields, sorry. Um, um, Hurts. Quarterback Hurts had, be fine. had a good game. That, not a great game, but he's going to be fine. Yeah, so it was good and bad, um, but uh, I, I did lose this week. But next week we're going to get back on the back on the saddle. All right, and I want to ask you about uh, Kyle Gibson going tonight. He is one of your your chief guys at Big League Impact. He does so much here in our community, but I know he's doing it in Baltimore. Did it in Philly before. Kyle Gibson is a, a real key part of Big League Impact, isn't he? I think he's just a key part of humanity. I think he's just one of the all time great people that's out there, and and uh, he does do so much for Big League Impact. He's uh, got a huge heart. He's got a a great uh, heart of servitude and, and um, you know, he's just a, a great guy. He's a great, he's having a great season this year too. I think he's close to leading the league in wins over there in the American league, but he's on a great team. He's doing a great job and he's just a, a great person, great influence and, and a great worker, big league impacts. He is, uh, he never stops. He's like me, man. We, we never turn off that. All right. How can we help this situation better? Kyle might even be, more that way than I am. So, uh, so glad to have him on the Big League Impact staff. I hope he pitches great tonight and loses one nothing. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, just, I just hope I just hope so many great things for him. But um, he's a, he's an incredible person. And we had Stephen Matz on the show yesterday. We've had Tommy Edmond on. The guys that are doing all the all-win campaign items and so much for their community. I know that's heartening for you, and it's it's great for us to see you guys using your platform to do great things in the community. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, we we, uh, we take it real serious. You know, it's uh, got a bunch of incredible teammates here on the Cardinals and around the league. We've got guys with all-win campaigns. Uh, every time their team wins the game, Players have, have pledged money, and fans can contribute money to their program to their all-win campaigns. Also, we've got that going on across the game. But man, here with the Cardinals, we've got some guys who really care and who are really pouring their uh, their their monetary efforts, but also their time into to seeing this world and this league get better. So, I'm I'm just blessed to be surrounded by tons of them. And and Tommy and Steven are two of my close friends and two. Two incredible people that have done a lot of, of incredible things through Big League Impact in their communities. So, uh, blessed to have them part of everything. And and uh, if anyone's curious of what's going on at Big League Impact, please check it out at bigleagueimpact.org. We're doing some great things around the around the world, and uh, we'd love to have everyone be a part of it. Adam, congratulations on 199. We're thrilled for you, and thanks so much for taking the time this morning on Wednesdays with Wayno. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. See you later. That is the great Adam Wainwright joining us on 101 ESPN.